Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And Chris, how are you holding up? I am very tired, <laughs> um, but I, I have been kind of tired all the last few weeks. Uh, it's just an ongoing theme. Uh, but otherwise, I am in a much better mood overall. I feel a lot more capable and able to focus on work and get the personal stuff done and I'm tackling all sorts of like scheduling stuff and I feel productive. It's been it's been a good productive weekend, which has been much needed. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, <laughs> how are you holding up, Linz? Uh, I'm doing okay. I've been struggling a little bit with feeling um lonely. Yeah. Um, and having a, but having a hard time breaking out of old cycles of, instead of driving outside and going down to the coffee area, the coffee area, the cafe, um, <laughs> or like meeting with somebody, um, I just end up like playing a video game or watching mm -hmm. something, um, like a YouTube channel and yeah. end up feeling kind of foggy brained at the end of it. I got canceled on a couple times this week and it, I had some good things that happened too. Don't get me wrong. But I think like when that happens, it just feels like suddenly I know I start noticing these really negative thought patterns of like, well, like, did they just not want to see me? Did they not think about me? Like, and it sounds so um, over the top, but it's so quiet. Like you don't even realize you're going through those thoughts. They're just kind of running in the back of my mind. It's like, well, I guess, I'm not that fun or, you know, or I guess the drive was too long and I, I get it. Like I'm not, it's not really worth that long of a drive or whatever. Oh, and yeah, it's, no, but I... it's, yeah. And it's like, when I say it out loud, it takes away the shame of it and the upset, but like it, when it's mm -hmm. really quiet, it's just running back there. It's very dramatic and it makes you feel rather dramatic as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I can absolutely attest to that. I feel similarly a lot of times when it's just like, especially the, the playing video games or watching YouTube. Like yeah. I quite literally found myself yesterday, uh, just going back and forth between playing Witcher three and watching videos about, I don't know, I, I lost track of what I was watching videos on. <laughs> I, I just, at one point I was just like, huh, I don't know how I made it to a, how it's made episode about honey, but you know, okay, cool. The, <laughs> Bees. Bees. Bees are so, important. <laughs> bees are important. But um yeah, so this this week, um, because something that has been going on a lot more for me, uh, with this whole new medication adventure, is this is uh one of the first times that I've been on A, this number of medications, and B, uh been able to notice the side effects. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we would talk about the side effects aspect of new medications. Um, we've kind of touched on those aspects in the past, but never had a full dedicated episode to, hey, these are side effects and they are uh, possibly inevitable. <laughs> yes. That's, 
that's not the best way to put it, but you know, that's kind of how I feel. So, um, Lindsay, let's let's start on your end because you are currently not taking any medication. Correct. But you have been on medications in the past, and I remember you uh, when you were trying to get off medications, you were getting the the brain shocks. Yeah, so I I went on medication for um, obviously like depression. I was having a lot of trouble leaving the house, so agoraphobia. I was trying so hard to get through college, and I was just failing miserably. Um, and so I went on antidepressants, and um, the one of the first things I noticed, I was in a lot of creative classes, and I no- noticed that I couldn't imagine new things i was having a a real hard time being creative having like when you're when it's really natural for you and you can just like come up with things on the spot and improv or like draw something just off the top of your head you take it for granted and i think um i don't know if you guys have been hearing about this but some people have an internal monologue and some people don't it was like that it was like suddenly i no longer had um, an internal monologue. It was like everything was cut off. There was no emotional like, conversations. I wasn't going over, you know, when like you sit in the shower and you and you think about like things, a conversation you had earlier and how it could have gone better and like have a whole argument and you win it. <laughs> like all of that was gone. Yeah, we're um, definitely going to talk more about that in a, in, <laughs> in another in a episode. future episode. That's, that in and of itself is fascinating as hell. Yeah, and I didn't have the verbiage for it at the time, so it's cool that like this is being talked about now. But um, mm-hmm. So I was having that. I was having problems being intimate with my partner um, or having any desire, whether I was alone or, or with him or not. Um, and, I, and I just – and I was in a very – so this is an interesting thing. I was in an incredibly toxic living situation at the time. Mm-hmm. I was living in a house where everybody – did illegal substances um and it was filthy there were cockroaches i mean you would turn on the light in the kitchen and the cockroaches would scatter you couldn't the floor was usually yeah. white it would be black and then they would there were so many roaches and you know what i just didn't care because yeah. i was so leveled out on my meds i didn't get mad i didn't care how gross it was i was like oh well you know this is just the situation and i'm renting in the back house and I'm, like i'm sharing the kitchen but it's fine we'll just go through a drive through you know like there was no abject horror at what we were going through or like the people we were surrounding ourselves with which ended up being incredibly toxic and traumatizing in the end so yeah. that's a bad case scenario when you're on meds when you're so numbed out you're just not even yourself anymore yeah no that is very much uh the the, the kind of scary aspect of medication because the first time that i was on lexapro i had that very similar leveling out it was it was i described it as a flat line of emotional states um i was also in a very toxic living situation that last time that i was on antidepressants and um it wasn't so much the the location was uh was bad it was you know i was living with my girlfriend in her home but the relationship itself was very toxic there was a lot of codependent behavior on both sides and a lot of abuse uh coming my direction mostly but um at one point i do remember like very specifically her telling me that uh i was like a robot that I didn't have any sort of, like, nothing affected me. Like, she could tell me 
you know, any sort of negative thing. And after a while, I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's freaky. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Oh, yeah. You can't get passionate about things. And when I think when you're used to being really emotional, like, I, I mean, I'm a pretty emotional person. I'm very passionate and I get really, like, excited about things and I get really sad about things. I feel things strongly. Um, check out our highly sensitive person episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so when all that was gone and I just didn't care anymore, it was weird. Yeah, no, that's it why is I think the, the weirdest dep- part. Yeah, I think that's why the depression, um, why the the meds say, like, (laughs) these medications, these antidepressants could make you depressed. (laughs) That is easily (laughs) one of my favorites. Um, So so I I currently am on a cocktail of medications, um, which are interesting. Um, I believe I've mentioned in the past uh, that I am currently on... I'm on Wellbutrin, uh, which I have been on for about a few months now. That was the first attempt, the first uh, medication that I was put on by my current psychiatrist. Uh, Then um, we are trying uh, Adderall, which I am taking as I need it. Uh, But I usually am starting the days with at least 10 milligrams. Then the most recent addition is Effexor, which is a straight-up SNRI. Um, each one of these medications have their side effects. They have their uh, their you know various dosages, and all of them I am on roughly, I believe, the minimum dosage for currently. Mm. Uh, I'm on 150 for Wellbutrin. I'm on. A, a maximum of 20 a day for Adderall and I am on uh, 75 for Effexor. Now I have noticed at least a few of these side effects and with their powers combined uh, some of those side effects have become more uh, pronounced. So starting off, uh, the first thing that I was noticing was uh, loss of appetite. This is uh, kind of a good thing for me, <laughs> frankly. Um, this is uh, this is one that I'm I'm kind of okay with. Um, it, it I I find myself doing an unintentional intermittent fast, basically, in that I have my four to six hour window where I'm eating food usually around two o'clock in the afternoon or so. But the rest of the day, I'm just not, I'm just not hungry. Uh, I don't snack anymore. I drink plenty of water or I'll have, you know, um, juice or tea or something. Uh, but I, uh, I'm not, I'm not craving like I used to. And I'm not eating for boredom which is a really big deal for me because that's something I do a lot. Did you feel Uh, like you ate um, like emotionally too? Like if you were just like kind of feeling down, you're like, I'm going to treat myself. Yes, absolutely. No, that's guaranteed. Is that gone now? Kind of. With the, with the lack of heightened emotions uh, or at least the lack of heightened negative emotions, I would say, yeah, it, it has gone 
away a bit. I am, I am, however, more likely that when I do have my one meal of the day, I have not been prepping or doing anything like particularly healthy or going out of my way mm-hmm. to get something healthy. I've been noticing because if I'm going to only eat once a day, I kind of get, you know, hyper selective about what I'd like. <laughs> and if I have a specific craving, I'm going to take it. So yeah. that's that's kind of poopy. Um, the other the other side effects of um, Wellbutrin there are there. Are, if you ever like go on a medication and you actually spend the time and you read the side effects, the list is usually pretty long, like of the potential side effects, like Wellbutrin alone. Just I'm going to go full commercial mode here. Oh, yeah. You may experience agitation, dry mouth, insomnia, headache, nausea, vomiting, constipation, stomach pain, dizziness, ringing in the ears, vision problems or blurred vision, loss of interest in sex, sore throat, muscle pain, itching or skin rash, increased sweating, increased urination, tremor, changes in appetite, weight loss or gain, joint aches, strange taste in the mouth, diarrhea, and seizures, especially at higher dosages. Strange taste in the mouth. Strange taste in the mouth. <laughs> Is that happiness I'm tasting? <laughs> that, mm, that definitely tastes like joy. Um, oh, with with Effexor, on the other hand, uh, things like nausea, constipation, insomnia, dizziness, asthenia, which I'm not sure what that is, actually. Hang on, that one's a new one. Um, oh, weakness, lack of energy and strength, loss of strength. Neat. Cool. That's a new, hey guys, learned a new thing today. Drowsiness, dry mouth, nervousness, strange dreams, blurred vision, changes in appetite or weight, decreased sex drive, impotence, difficulty in having an orgasm, and increased sweating. Strange dreams. Like strange I, dreams. Can you mad no, nah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> That's <I> weird. Mean, <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I kind of want to get into that because Strange Dreams is hilarious. Like, what? Like, how did they find? Like, oh, I've just I've been dreaming so much more vividly lately. I don't know. I'm wondering what, like, how how do you test that? And how strange taste in the it? mouth. You know? Yeah. How do you quantify you, that? They're dreams. That is, that is a really good point. I didn't even think about that one. Um, and 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 Adderall is fun because not only does it kind of uh, compound all of the previous. Uh, Side effects that I have mentioned, it it uh, <laughs> it can also be abused. Um, it may rise blood pressure. Uh, it also tell your doctor right away if you have any serious side effects, including I love this <laughs> uh, signs of blood flow problems in the fingers or toes, unusual wounds on the fingers and toes. Mental slash mood slash behavior changes such as agitation, aggression, mood swings, depression, abnormal thoughts, thoughts of suicide, uncontrolled movements, continuous chewing movements or teeth grinding, outbursts of words or sounds, change in sexual ability or desire, frequent prolonged erections, parentheses, in males. This is wild, man. You know what these, you know, listening to these lists, it makes me think of like, a mutant movie where you're changing mm-hmm. like and you're listing off the things that are happening you're like i don't know i was normal and then i breathed in the toxins and now i have strange dreams and wounds on my fingers and strange tastes and <laughs> seizures 
great. It is it is absolutely fascinating. And that's not even like the half of it sometimes. There is also something that is warned against a lot, especially when you start taking multiple medications for depression. Um, there is a condition called serotonin syndrome or serotonin toxicity. This is the risk increases if you're also taking other drugs that increase serotonin. So tell your doctor or pharmacist of all the drugs you take. Uh, and if you develop some of the following symptoms, fast heartbeat, hallucinations, loss of coordination, severe dizziness, severe nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, twitching muscles, unexplained fever, unusual agitation, or restlessness. Wild. Uh, serotonin syndrome in and of itself is one of the craziest things that I've ever read up on because it is such a, like, it, it is the most amazing reaction to your brain just like going crazy with the amount of serotonin that you've got like there's too much happiness so your brain reacts to it with like your your entire body freaking out yeah and this is why it's so difficult for me to want to get back on medication is because it's scary man like and it's daunting the task of finding the right doctor to do this mm -hmm. with because you really need a good partner while you explore your brain. <laughs> yes. And getting off of a medication that doesn't work for you can be extremely uncomfortable, which is something that I experienced. So yeah, it's difficult, but it's good, Chris, to hear you feel uh, talking the way you are and um, having the energy that you do, because if some of you guys have been listening for a while, Chris was going through a really, really, really bad depression. And mm -hmm. um, it's hard to, to be able to like know how to support someone through that appropriately and not get too codependent. <laughs> yeah, no, it's incredibly <laughs> difficult because yeah, you and I have both been through those kind of darker depressions and we both yeah. just sit on the sidelines of kind of each other's lives going, uh, I, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Even and, though, and even though we run the podcast, <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's still, it's still, it, when it's that close to you, you don't necessarily, you don't know, uh, yeah. even, or, or you do know, but the fear of messing up because you're in your own head, that also takes hold really quickly. Yeah. So it is, it is a, uh, it is a lot to kind of go through, um, in general. Uh, I, I, it's been funny because my brain is so trained by itself um, to dwell on negative thoughts and uh, to kind of conjure them almost like, yeah, do you, like you find yourself uh, with, you know, nothing to do. And your first kind of response is to go, oh, it's time to time to think about something horrible that happened in the past or it's time to, you know time to dwell on that thing that happened earlier today or oh it's time to dwell on something that hasn't happened yet but oh when it does it's going to be terrible yeah that's a, that's something that else I've, I've been thinking about we should do a podcast on is when you are doing okay mm -hmm. and whether it's been on medication or just life is kind of like for me sometimes I, I'm, I'm doing pretty well I'm not depressed and then how to allow yourself to be sad in a healthy way, how to allow yourself to be happy and not try to 
go straight to that survival mentality of like, yeah, this is fine now, but it's mm-hmm. going to get bad. <laughs> Something bad will happen, Lindsay. You will die someday. The person in front of you will not live forever. You know, these like super heavy existential unnecessary thoughts. It, the, that's the funny thing I will say is like, I've been trying it, it for lack of a better term. I've been trying to have those thoughts. Like yeah, you're, you're trained, right? You've trained yourself into a cycle actively. of thought process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm unable to like wow. I start or I'll start along the train of thought and my brain immediately like shuts it down. Wow. Like something, something out there, something, something in my head just goes, nope, back to this. And do, you like, ever, do you ever sit around and think like, wow, is this what healthy people who've never experienced depression feel like? <laughs> I I don't know. Cause I mean, I, I ultimately, I, I only have myself to compare to. Right. So mm. I, I, I've mostly, I've been mostly trying to really uh for lack of a better term rewind my brain to when i was doing good like there was a time when i remember not experiencing this level of self-destructive tendencies or my self-destructive tendencies were not nearly as severe and i was able to cope and i was able to either logic or or some methodology of convincing myself that hey it's okay we're going to get through this yeah and at what point in my life that failed and i don't know exactly when either of that came to be so (laughs) this is this is new this is a new start this is such a bizarre level of uh uncertainty that I was not prepared for. Well, I love that it is going well, and I want to applaud you for continuing to try to find the thing that works for you. Thank you, Linz, and I appreciate that you have been sticking <laughs> sticking with me <laughs> through Always. all of this uh, all of this stupid shit that my brain and uh, both of our brains kind of subject us to. Uh, on friendship. the regular depression Free and friendship we should write a book <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you guys for listening uh, I'm sure that uh, as as this kind of medication journey continues for me I will have more to report on uh, in the future but uh, next episode I think we'll go back into a little bit more of a uh, like a, a, a educational kind of episode, it sounds like. Yes. So that'll be fun. Uh, as for us, follow us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. If you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon. Or if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy your week. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us, us to, to just get, get over it. it. <laughs> <laughs>